Okay, so we're beginning Mayit Katan, Daf Tes Amid Beis. So we just learned this Gemara that um, Rav, uh, who is it over here? Uh, Rav Shimon Bar told his son to go to Rabbi Yehuda ben Gerim and to who was the other one? Rabbi Yenison ben Asmai, and he told them to go get a bracha. And when he got to them, he found them discussing these psukim and mishlei that seemed to uh, contradict each other. One pasuk seems to say that you should be choosy about which mitzvah you do, and the other pasuk says, don't be choosy, just take one. And they answered, one is Eshelas Dechem, one is Eshelas Dechem. So when I was learning this yesterday, I said, I was talking about Tyra, because that's the classic application of this concept of mitzvah she'afshalas de'echerim, right? That Torah, you have to learn Torah, and if you have a mitzvah to do, if it's afshalas de'echerim, then you continue learning Torah, and it's afshalas de'echerim, you don't. But Rashi doesn't learn like that. Rashi learns, other Rishonim learn like that, right? But others, others do learn that we're talking about Torah, which is classic. But the Rashi says that we're talking about two mitzvahs. If you look back on Amid Aleph, on Rashi, Dibra Hamaschal, Uksiv, Oirach, Chaim, Pentafalos. The second Rashi from the bottom on Tes Amid Alf. Tes Amid Alf. Um, Rashi says, The Mashma Kol Mitzvah Shetavel Yot Chaseh. Whatever Mitzvah comes to your hands, you should do. Ben Gedele, Ben Ketana, whether it's a big Mitzvah or whether it's a small Mitzvah. And don't say, oh, I'm not going to do the small one because I'm going to have an opportunity to do a big one, right? So in other words, you could say you have like an opportunity to get involved with the one mitzvah now. But you know if you get involved with this mitzvah now, you're not going to be available to do the bigger mitzvah that's about to come your way. You know that, uh, you know, that uh, tonight there's going to be the availability to be involved in a tremendous mitzvah of uh, escorting a Talmud Chacham, escorting a very big Talmud Chacham is coming, it's coming from the airport, you want to go visit him in the airport. It's a very, very tremendous mitzvah. Someone asks you, can you come uh, drive down here, help make a minion for someone? And in your estimation, not, I don't know whose side of this, but the, for argument's sake, in your estimation, the mitzvah of Kvay uh, Talmud Chacham is a much bigger mitzvah, at least to you it's a much bigger mitzvah, than going down and making this minion for this other person. So you say, uh, I don't want to, but so Dr. Ashi, no, big mitzvah, small mitzvah, we don't care. You do the first mitzvah that comes to your hand, right? And then the other mitzvah says, then the other Gemara says, you do, you could have been big mitzvah, smaller mitzvah. So according to Rashi, that's tali in Eshlas Dechem or Eshlas Dechem. So if someone else can make the minion, you don't have to do that. Now, this is a chiddush because you don't find this anywhere else. You don't find that there's such a, there is, you don't find this whole concept of measuring mitzvahs, big mitzvahs, small mitzvahs. But we don't, we don't, we aren't given any kind of instructions anywhere else in Shas. The only time this becomes an issue is Talmudaria, because Talmudaria is always right. Generally, we're not we're not up to us to measure mitzvahs, and uh, also, but at the same time, it's, it doesn't say anywhere that you are obligated to do one mitzvah more than the other. You know, it doesn't seem to be any sort of chashbin. There's a concept of the name of hearing all mitzvahs, but that's if like a mitzvah that's literally right in front of you. So it's a it's a concept that we're actually saying here. By Torah, it makes sense because Torah is something we're obligated to do all the time. So there has to be some rules, right? Otherwise, there has to be some rules that when you're mavatul Torah, because otherwise you just would never never do any mitzvahs. You just learn Torah, and that's clearly not what the Shem wants. So that that's why there is a, there has to be a rule. So that, that this is the chiddush. This is the chiddush. There is an interesting application. I think it's the Chacham Tzvi that he applies. I think it might be the Chacham Tzvi himself brings this, but this is brought in Mishabur actually, and uh, somewhere or another about someone who's in uh, jail, someone's in jail, and he's given a dispensation that he can daven with a minion. He's allowed out to daven with a minion once. Uh, so the question is, should he save it for Shabbos, or should he just go today? <laughs> so he says, Mitzvah Ketanah, Mitzvah just do it today. That's his, uh, 
That's his. That's his. 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 His proof. So that's one application of this concept. It's curious. The Tyra is this. There's other things, you know. So that's his argument. Huh? The Kippur was a different argument. Yeah, that was a, maybe this, that was the truth he was talking about. It was he was talking about once a year, and he wanted to wait for him Kippur. Could be. Could be that was the case. I mentioned it another time. Whatever it was. Yeah. So this is the that this is the proof. Okay. Let's pick it up from where we're up to. So he, the kids, he didn't go to hear this. He really wanted to get a bracha. So we're, uh, we're about to start here. Um, so three, six, seven, seven lines from the bottom. From the top, I'm sorry. Seven lines from the top. Amrulay, end of the line. So they told him, my boy, what are you doing here? Amruluhu, he told them, my father said, I should come and get a bracha. Amrulay, they told him a very interesting bracha. You should plant, but not reap. You should not harvest. Ta'ayol, you should bring in, nothing should come out. Tipok, that you should let out, and not take anything in. Your house should become destroyed. And you should establish a, uh, an inn. Laval bel your table should be all confused and mixed up, messed up. And you shouldn't see the new year. So uh, it's slightly confusing and certainly doesn't sound like a blessing. It sounds a lot closer to a curse. So not only did they not give me a bracha, and they bothered me. So he doesn't say that they cursed me because he didn't wasn't chayshed them that they would curse him. But they figured that they must be giving him musr or something. So he didn't know what they were saying. So they they were being tired me. Amulei, my amulach. So Shemunichai asked, "What did they say?" This is what they told me. So they really meant to give you a bracha. Every single one of those is a blessing in disguise. Tis you should plant and not um, harvest means. you should have children. you shouldn't die. you should bring in and not send out. kalta, you should bring in daughter-in-laws. and your children shouldn't die. So the marsha points out that this is the same thing, but he explains that it doesn't mean just that your children shouldn't die, it also means you shouldn't divorce them. So, it includes more. Um, and that would make them go out. They should go out and they shouldn't go in means so you should have daughters and their husbands shouldn't die, which would then would cause them to go back home. No, they should stay out. Lichur basic, your house should get destroyed. Loisav Ashbizach means the high alma Ashbizach. This world is a uh, is a shpizah, it's just a temporary inn. Vahi alma beisa, the next world is a house. Tixiv kirbam batemo la ulam, the atakri kirbam mel kibram. So they're the, 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 when you're in the grave, that's where your house is forever. So the bracha they were giving him is that you should live a very long life and you should stay in the inn for quite a while and your your house can wait. Lukhrov doesn't mean destroy. Lukhrov means it should be empty. They also use Lashon Khara for that. It should, it should be, remain uh, um, uh, deserted. Your table should be get confused. It means you should have a lot of children, the sons and daughters, that they should be jumping around. You shouldn't see a new year. It means you shouldn't have a new Shonri Shaina. Your wife shouldn't You'll have to marry another woman and then you'll have a new Shonri Shaina. What's going on with the dying people? It's a lot of brothers. It was a big deal. This is, first of all, it is a big deal. And certainly it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah, no, no, no death. 
Um, the question is, why did he have to give them this uh, bracha in, with such Ramazim? Why didn't he? Why didn't they give him the bracha outright? So this Masha asks that. Masha says. Yeah, I want to test him, right? Let's see it. Let's see. No, he says, him also came the Khadudi. He did the attack to test him. Laid him up and come and ask him, see if he'll understand them. And he was upset that he didn't understand them. Is it not is it not a real not a real brother? Is it not if you claim that the person doesn't understand it? Does the person never understand the brother? Oh, I don't think so. But uh, I guess for him to appreciate it. I don't know if he said of me. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. Anyway, there's a story with Rav Chaim and uh, Chavetz Chaim, Chaim Brisker, that uh, Rav Chaim Brisker sent someone, or, or someone told Rav Chaim Brisker, someone in Brisk told Rav Chaim Brisker that he would be going to visit the Chavetz Chaim. So he told that he should give the Chavetz Chaim the following message when he sees him. And the message was that he should run, run and run and run without shoes, carrying a heavy load on his back. So the man was very, very uncomfortable to give him a message like that. So he came to Chavetz Chaim and he spoke to him. He said, oh, you come from Brisk. Did you, did Reb Chaim Brisk have anything to say to me? So he said, oh, yeah, kind of. So he said, well, what did he say? And he was, he was umbling and bumbling. And then he said, just tell me what he said. So he told him what Reb Chaim said and the Chavetz Chaim started smiling. So he said, why, why are you smiling? It doesn't sound so positive. So he explained that what he means is that I should be said to be kind. And a kind runs in the Azara without shoes, carrying a heavy load. The car, each the tamid, each one weighed uh, it was it was considerably heavy. That was the so it looks like they they never understood the story. But now I have. It's a masar. I got it from the Gemara. What? Avanim was that part of the story? What? Oh, the Avanim. Oh, maybe. Yeah, could be. Yeah, we saw him go to you're supposed to say Bechim Lamar after Zachar. Oh, yeah, sure, that was uh, Rav Hatainus on Ravuna. He didn't say Bechim Lamar. So can you say here if he doesn't understand? I don't know. Not, not if he thinks he's cursing them, no. Okay. Zok to Gemara Vaita. Rav Shimon bar ben Chalafta ifter minei de Rav. So Rav Shimon chalot said goodbye to Rav. Amalei, so he said to his son... Go to him and get a brachas. I guess it's a little bit unclear over here what exactly this means, but it sounds like Rav said to his son to go to Rosh Hashim ben Chalafta to get a bracha. So, um, so he told him, You should, you should, Hashem's Rosh should be that you shouldn't embarrass people and you shouldn't get embarrassed. So he said, what did he tell you? He just told me some things. So again, here the Masha, I think, also explains that it's not that he thought he was... He just thought he was giving him Musr. He was telling him, don't embarrass other people and you won't get embarrassed. He, wasn't giving, he did not think he was giving him a bracha. So Amalei, no. 
he 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 uh, he blessed you with a bracha, the baruch and kutcher bruchel yisrael, a bracha that Hashem gave Klai Yisrael. Not only did Hashem give it to Klai Yisrael, but to Tanaba, He said it twice. You'll eat and you'll become um, satiated. And you'll praise. And my nation will never be embarrassed. And you'll know that I am amongst Ka Yisrael. And again, the Pasik repeats itself. Where is this in Yeshaya? Yeah. Okay. So he says twice. Let's take a look at Rashi, how Rashi explains this. Rashi is not so happy with this either. Look at Rashi. The Rashi is uh, in my Gemara equivalent to Ragoy Sabach. Don't embarrass other people. So that you shouldn't get embarrassed. They shouldn't, you shouldn't be, and the bracha was that you shouldn't be forced into a situation that you have to embarrass other people. Because then you'll get embarrassed. And then Rashi says that was a bracha that they get, that Akash Baruch gave. So Marshal is bothered. You don't really see that in the bracha that Hashem gave the Kali Yisrael. Maybe it was just a bracha you shouldn't get embarrassed, which itself was a bracha. So he learns that it's two different things. It's two, the bracha is you shouldn't get embarrassed. That's one bracha. And Leisus Bayish means you shouldn't have to embarrass other people. And the bracha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Klai Yisrael was a Leisus you shouldn't get embarrassed. And then since he repeated it, we say, well, he's not repeating the exact same thing. So it's coming to extend that you shouldn't have to embarrass other people as well. That's how he learns this Gemara. Uh, I think that's exactly how it works. When you embarrass other people, they tend to say something back to you. That's how I understood it. I said it like it's a, it's that kind of thing. Fine. A woman is allowed to work on her takshita. What is she allowed to do? These are the takshitim she's allowed to prepare for herself. She can um, she can put on eye makeup, upaykeses. She can put on upaykeses. Um, that that's uh, working on her hair. Umavira straka paneha, and she can put this stuff on her face that makes her face red. It's like uh, the the old fashioned form of blush. They actually it's like kind of, they kind of like slapped themselves a bunch of times. That's what this idea was. They, they put this stuff on and they pulled it off and it made them red. So that was that was the that was the mysterious snafish they had for beauty. The plaster, the, the plaster, yeah. And others say that it means that she puts this. She gives herself a waxing in their private spots. That's what it means. So so painful. The Ramban is a very sadistic Ramban. The Ramban asks over here, why is it permitted? Uh, the understanding is that there is some bluff involved over here. Just putting on makeup, big deal. Like, why shouldn't you be able to do that in Chalmai? But it means she'll have to do whatever she needs to do to create the makeup, which would involve work, you know, it would involve uh, harvesting and grinding and whatever, whatever it was. Whatever work was involved, and we don't seem to give any limitation. So he says that although typically when something's Tirchum Rubo, we ask it, over here we don't. Why? He says because putting on makeup is Tirch Aguf, it's like eating and drinking. So uh, eating and drinking, you're allowed to be matriach as much as you want. It doesn't make a difference how hard it is. Anything that involves making food, food preparation, it could be as hard as, as it is. The chazal, that's something that's just mutter and chalmah. So here also this. Sorry? No. 
So are we going to see it? Or? No. It's just a question. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, so it doesn't say any source, but it just says it's the way it is. So that's the halacha that he says. And they bring a pro- he brings a proof, I think the Ramban brings a proof, but another reason. Could be the, I think the Ramban. He brings a proof that there's halacha that when you are not normally not allowed to take a haircut on Chalamite. Why not allowed to take a haircut on Chalamite? Because they don't want you to push it off the Chalamite. It's a drabana. Really, Midoraisi, you'd be allowed to, but you don't want you to push it to the Chalamite. But let's say someone that had an Abelus before Chalamite, so he's allowed to take a haircut on Chalamite. When he takes a haircut, he's allowed to go to an Uman. Or he's allowed to have an Uman do it for him. He can have an expert. Typically, Maisa Uman is Aser. But again, it's Mutter because Tzarechagof. Tzarechagof is, uh, is like uh, food. And food, even Maisa Uman is Mutter. So even if you are a professional pastry chef and it's what you're doing is a real Umnus, you're allowed to prepare a very fancy cake of Chalamayit because it's Tzarechagof. It's that's, that's the Chiddush that Ramban takes out of this, this Halacha. Um, what else do I want to say here? Something else I want to say. Oh, yeah, one other question. Another question Rishayim asked, I think, the Ritva. He asks that we see you're not allowed to take a haircut on Chalamite. You're not allowed to wash your clothing on Chalamite. Why? Because Chazal will worry you're going to push it off and you're not going to do it Arab and you're going to do it on Yantiv and you're going to have not have clean clothing for Yantiv, not going to have a haircut for Yantiv. So he asks, why weren't they worried? The same thing about makeup. That uh, should require the women to put on makeup only Arab and not on Yantiv because they'll push it off. <laughs> right, that's there. That's there. That's well, what he says is that there's no chance they'll push it off. They won't push off putting on makeup. But I don't. But I, 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 that's what I would have said. But I just only thing I understand is, but clothing they'll push off. They'll wear dirty clothing. Maybe their clothing will be clean, but everybody else's clothing. <laughs> that was my. That's my other theory. But uh, otherwise, I don't, I, I don't think it should be the same thing. They shouldn't. Want, they don't like want to wear dirty clothing either. All right, let's move on. Um, the Bisu de Rav Chizda, the wife of Rav Chizda, Mikashta, she was doing her makeup, Ba'ampe Kalta, in front of her daughter in law. So she was an older lady, she already had a daughter in law. Yasir Rav Huna Barchinina, Kame de Rav Chizda, Yasir Vikamer, and he saw this, he witnessed this, and he said, The Heter is only for a young lady, who cares? Avaskena, an older woman, doesn't care, so we shouldn't allow it. It's not a real Simchas Yanta for her. Amulai, Halekim, he said a Shavua. Rafila Imcha, even your mother, Rafila Imma de Imcha, even your grandmother. Rafila Ahmed is Al-Kibra, even if she's one day away from dying. She is allowed to put on makeup and it's a simcha for her. The Amri Inchi Bas Shitin, she could be sixty. Kabashis, she's like a six-year-old. Lakal Tavla Rahata, she runs when she hears a bell ringing. So Rashi says it just means they enjoy the same kind of things. That's what Rashi says. Um, and therefore they enjoy this too. They both enjoy makeup. I would have thought maybe it means, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but I would have thought it means like when they hear the Reichel coming, when they hear the person say, selling the Samim coming and ringing his bell, they go running. They both go running. I mean, they both, it's important to both of them. Anyway. said we both know that, we all know this is the Metzius. Um, yeah, someone was telling me his 92-year-old mother was uh, very macro to have her makeup put on. She was a bad, she was well. It's a tab of a woman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do or what do we do? Now daily. Yeah. Now, what I'm referring to is daily, but uh, the Gemara, I'm not sure if they did it always or they just did it on a special occasion. Uh, Zakti didn't allow her to put on this uh, plaster. So Tanya because it's menavel her. But he does agree that she's allowed to apply this face paint 
if she can, it's, the, the process is that it'll be removed before the end of Yantav. Then she's allowed to put it on Mamayid. Why? Even though right now it's a painful, but within Yantav she'll enjoy it. So she can trouble herself as long as the end product she'll enjoy on Yantav. It means that in the Mishnah, when he was disallowing you, it was because she actually would not even appeal at all. A whole yantav, she can walk around with this plaster on her face. And it was only for after yantav that she was doing it. She had made a chastan right after yantav, whatever it was. She wasn't doing it for yantav. So, um, it's very clear. Rabbi Huda holds of that. Rabbi Huda said, this is talking about three days before the, this is the first Mishnah of Vedizar. There's a halacha that were before there, they have their uh, holiday, before they have their chaga, you're not allowed to make them happy. Because if you make them happy, they're going to go to their Avedizar, their idol, and they're going to praise their idol for doing such good stuff for them. And one of the things that Madar Zemachlik is about is whether you're allowed to collect a chayv from them. So Rita says, you could collect the chayv, because that's sad, that's upsetting for him if I take money away from him, and he's not going to pray. So Rita says, because it bothers him. Amrulai the Chum said, no, it'll bother him temporarily, but give him a day, and he'll say, oh, finally, I got this Jew off my back. And he'll, he'll, be, he'll give praise to, Hashem, to his uh, God for that. So you see, Rebuda doesn't hold of the, he doesn't seem to be concerned with the concept of Sameach Lachazman. So why in our, this Brysa, does he say that as long as you're Sameach Lachazman, it's okay? So, Amrav Nachmar Yitzhak, Hanach Lehilchus Mayid, don't compare the halachas of Chalam Mayid to the halacha of Avay Dizar. The Kulu Meitzer Achshav is Sameach Lachas The rule with Chalam Mayid is, is that we allow you to do something which is troublesome now, as long as you'll benefit, benefit from it afterwards on Yantav. What's the proof? Zakra Ashi, we allow you to prepare a Simcha Asudas Yantav, we allow you to cook, bake, shecht. Uh, prepare the t- skin the cow everything you need to do it is a tremendous amount of effort and work why is it allowed because you'll enjoy it you'll enjoy it on Yantiv so even though it's, it's very uh, annoying and, and, and irksome and overwhelming but it's allowed so that's the way it works in Chalamayit so that's why in Chalamayit it's mutter but on, on uh, Abayi Zara he didn't, he didn't hold you have to worry you have to deal with the fact that it'll be Sameach HaKazman you have to deal with it as long as it's Meitzer now that's fine let me just, just finish Ravina Amar Kuti Le'inyan Parayin Le'ala Meitzer Ravina says no that's not true Ravina 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 holds that that's not true a guy is always upset that he had to pay he figures he could have gotten away with it so uh, he, he's always upset about the fact that he had to pay it doesn't make him feel good even later good yeah what were you going to ask I'm just wondering how this compares to um, so you mentioned before about Tzach HaGuf um, and that's Ahad Ibn Tarach and then now we're also talking about need for the Yantif is also mm-hmm. even, even Tarach and need for that right. so are those the same thing or the, yeah well that's what the Ramban says that's Ramban's uh, so point that they're the need same for so, yeah, but this no need for this kind of need for yeah, this is uh, no this need well, this is, is, it's, a, it's this also a perfume kind of, yeah whatever but uh, in general fine, other things then, so is this only things that's like a goof then or other things so far that's what Ramana is saying yeah he's not going to tell it to other things you'll see clothing it's not the same so we, saw, like, we saw by the vegetable you could like sprinkle vegetables that you get you know, on the right with, with water yeah right right that was more agricultural so I don't know that was you growing that doesn't seem to have the same malacha. This is preparing. That's where it's real echel nefesh. Right. Okay. So, so you're saying that could be different than tefer. Yeah, like on yantiv, it's yantiv, it's echel nefesh is allowed, and that's that seems to be rule. Echel no, there's no limitation when it comes to echel nefesh. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda, Benoist Yisrael Shagila Pirkan. If you have uh, girls that have gotten their pirkan, so pirkan here means that they've already they've their bodies have matured so that they are already that 12 year old which means they brought Cyrus but they're not actually 12 
So Rashi explains it's embarrassing for them. They don't like to look too mature if they're not that mature yet. They want to get rid of all that hair. Um, so uh, what do they do? Ania's typhlosis and If they're poor, they just use this plaster. That's a, a, poor, a poor girl's waxing. Ashira's typhlosis and They use um, flour. That's how they did their waxing with, I guess, dough. And Benais Molochim B'Shem and Hamar. Benais Molochim had more of a chemical process. They used Shem and Hamar, which we're familiar with from Megillah. Shenamar, Shishu Chadashim B'Shem and Hamar. My Shem and Hamar. Well, might be more than just two. They're growing sar. And they don't, they're not happy about the fact that they're growing here. Even why it's in private places, that was bothering you? But they used to go to the bathhouses and stuff. That in those days, it was, uh, things were more public than they were now. Are now, I mean. Um, even though public uh, bathing is not so unusual, even. Yeah, I mean, not, not, not amongst Jews, but um, in gyms and things like that, I don't know. So it seems. <laughs> That's not such an unusual thing. Okay. So, Shishu Chadashim Shaman Amar. My Shaman Amar. What Shaman Amar? Rav Huna Barachia Amar Satechas. Rav Yirmi Barami Amar Shaman Zayish Lahavi Shlish. It's a Shaman Zayish of a Zayish that, that only grew a third. Tanya Rabbi Huda Amar and Fiknin. Shaman Zayish Lahavi Shlish. That's a word that means this kind of oil. Vulama Sachan, I say, why do you smear it? Shamesir as a sar. It removes the hair. Umadness Abbasar. And it, um, it uh, shines. Or what's uh, a good word for Madin? Uh, beautifies. It's more like it uh, freshens, freshens, freshens or rejuvenates. There you go. That was the word. Rejuvenates the uh, the flesh. That's uh, what you see in all your shampoo, right? It's rejuvenating. Okay, Rabbeboy Havale Brata. He Rabbeboy, who is the son of Abaya, had a daughter. Tafla, so he used this stuff, and he tafla every but he only did one one limb at a time, and it made her so beautiful. He charged his potential son-in-law four hundred zuz as her nadin. Um, so there was this guy who lived in his neighborhood. Avlebrat also had a daughter. He said, "Okay, I'll do that." But he didn't know you have to do it uh, part by part. And he smeared her with the stuff all at one time, and it was an uh, overdose. He mason, she died. Amar katla baby lebrati, baby killed my daughter. Amar Nachman, baby dushasi shikra, baby drinks beer. Boyin bonsetvela, they that causes his daughters to uh, their they could be very hairy. And it makes their 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 flesh very thick. And Andla Shasina Shikra, we don't drink beer, Lloyd Boy and Bante Bans and Tafla, they don't need this kind of treatment. There it is, gentlemen. Okay.